0: What's up everyone? This is the Luke Kortman Show, episode 37. Uh, this podcast is available everywhere. It's on all platforms, everywhere you get podcasts. Uh, you can also go follow me on social media at Luke Kurtman on Instagram and Facebook, uh, where I post when new episodes are out, episode artwork, podcast artwork, and there's a whole bunch of other cool shit. I'll also be making a Twitter account soon, to, uh, for this podcast, and a personal one as well, you know, to help get more reach for the show, and I'll also be making a separate Facebook page uh, for the podcast and for my comedy, so yeah, check all that stuff out, Um, happy to be back, you know, for some reason I fucking woke up with a blocked nose, you know, it ain't Corona and nothing like that, I just, I don't know if it's the floor. I get a hay fever, But you know, I take my fucking vitamins, you know, so what the fuck, you know i took about five today you know i had a b12 a fucking a to z multivitamin a fucking c a d omega-3 fish oil you know give me a break i'm not gonna wake up with a black nose and i'm doing stuff like that you know um i'm uh back on the coffee you know i'm not drinking six a day but down to about two now sometimes one drinking my uh the notoriously famous uh um, you know, <laughs> I had a brain fart then, uh, my Irish cream coffee, I love it, it's fucking tasty, you know, I've got an iced one as well, in the fridge, but I might break that out later on the podcast, there's a fucking caramel latte, you know, in a can, um, you know, the last episode, seems we've got a good response, you know, uh, got positive feedback, by something in particular was when I was talking about important life decisions and letting go of things that are going to hold you back, you won't be able to move forward unless you get rid of these certain things in your life and I talked about a lot of personal stuff like family stuff, We're all giving too much detail I kind of give you the broad stroke of it all you know and it was good to get that stuff off my chest And plus, it's just, good. I think, good to talk about something like that on the podcast, too, just because, you know, I want to talk about everything and anything, you know. And I was thinking about, like, what my motivations are in doing this podcast. And, you know, obviously, it's for growth as a comedian and as a person. You know it works all the different muscles in comedy and to have my own show that I control and this mine and I can create with it and I can come to it once a week and talk about anything and everything but also it is to help people you know and I'm not saying that people have to listen to my advice or when I talk about certain things and like I talked about last time and letting go, things hold you back and, you know, kind of telling you my story and my journey so far and, you know, I hope that someone would listen, would maybe listen to it and, you know, take from it and apply it to their lives and help them get better, you know, because I know how important it is, you know, when you're in a bad situation in your life, you know, to... Listen to someone who's kind of gone through something similar or just listen to their trials and tribulations and, you know, help you get better. You know, I'm not trying to be a life coach or a fucking motivational speaker or anything like that. I just, I'm just telling my story, giving advice and, you know, it would be cool if someone would uh, actually take it on board and it would improve their lives. You know, I don't know why, it's just... I would like that, even if it's just one person that it affects them and it helps them, you know, why wouldn't I do that? I have a platform, you know, I come here and I talk for the fucking hour a week, you know, I gotta fill, fill it up with a lot of different stuff, you know, I talk about all these different topics but I also just talk about personal stuff and give advice, you know, because I've been through it, you know. So why wouldn't I use that platform to help people as well as help myself, if that makes sense? Like, yeah, it is for me to grow as a comedian and a man, but, you know, I would like to help people, 100%. And if you are one of those people who, like, who listens to that kind of stuff and really takes it on board, if there's any questions you've got, DM me on Instagram. And we can have a talk and I maybe bring some stuff up on the podcast. Maybe you want to hear me talk about, you know, a certain rough patch that you're going on in your life. And you maybe want my perspective on it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a life coach. But I can just give you my two cents and you can take it or leave it, you know. But, uh, yeah, I just like that this could help someone as well, you know. Um, What's been going on? I... Oh, I checked out this amazing uh, docu series on Netflix called "Fear City: New York versus the Mafia." I mean, it is incredible. Three episodes, hour a piece. You know, you can get through it quite quickly, and it was just incredible. It's basically based in New York in the seventies when you know the five families, the five mafia families. You know, the Gambino, Bonanno, Colombo, Genovese and Lucchese families ran New York City. You know, they literally ran it. They controlled everything. They controlled the docks, the ships going in and out, the construction. They had judges, restaurants, hospitals. They controlled the unions. They literally had their hand in every single thing. You know, and the FBI were like, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, they literally control it all. So they kind of, well, it's, it's those people who were involved in these cases. Uh, like they're talking, they're giving interviews and they are, they were talk, like they play like uh, the FBI recordings because they bugged everything. You know, they bugged the houses of these guys. So like a guy would like say one of these mafia guys, they would phone up and say, oh, there's a problem on my phone. I need somewhere to come fix it. You know, the FBI would say, right, don't send you I will go in there. So they would go there and pretend to be, you know, the phone repair guy. And they plant a bug inside the phone. You know, they were planted in bushes, in parking, meters, literally everywhere. You know, inside of the restaurants where they know they would hang out. You know, when the mafia guys caught them a couple of times, they caught these bugs. So they knew that they were onto them. And it's just fucking fascinating how... Like their attempts to bring down the Mafia, you know. And there was, there's a thing called the Commission. And basically the Commission is like the board of directors for the Mafia. These are the, these are the guys who control everything. You know, this is the highest of the high. And it's the bosses from all five families. They're the ones who make the decisions. Like, so if, like, because there's a structure... Uh, in the mob there's the boss the underboss the captains and the soldiers now let's say a captain wants to kill one of the soldiers or maybe the underboss or another captain then they have to go to their boss and ask permission and that boss goes to the commission and they all get together and they decide if you just do it without their permission they'll kill you like, it is crazy, the actual, like, society and the infrastructure that they run. Like, all these different rules and stuff like that, and how they initiate you. And how you actually, like, higher up in the ranks and stuff like that. And it was it's just phenomenal to get this insight into the mob. Like, I love all Mafia type of stuff. You know, my favorite movies of all time are The Godfathers. And, you know, it's just a fascinating thing to me how they operate, you know, these, you know, they were peasants from Sicily, you know, they're very poor people, you know, like, you see, like, you know, the pasta and spaghetti and all that, and they're drinking wine, like, that was peasant food, you know, in Sicily, whereas now it's considered, like, a delicacy, and that's what they eat, and they basically emigrated from there to New York, and controlled the fucking country, you know, they had their hand in everything. Like, it shows briefly in the series that, you know, when Donald Trump was building Trump Towers in New York, it was a $19 million contract. You know, and the Mafia had their hand in that. They wanted to cut from that shit, you know. And they wanted their construction companies involved in that. You know, like, literally, the concrete deal you walked on was paid by Mafia money. Uh, it's, it was just crazy, man, how they, could, how they could do something like that. And, you know, this is no spoiler alert, this is just history. You know, the FBI had put together a RICO case to bring down the commission. Because they were like, going after just individual soldiers, it's not enough. We need to tie all these bosses, the commission, to all these different crimes. And they did that through a series of, of recordings and, you know, informants and all these different things. And they brought them down. You know, the Mafia is not as maybe in our face as it was, you know, well, not so much here anyway in the UK. There's not much Mafia. but I mean, In terms of like in, in America, there's still a heavy Mafia presence in America, but it's just always in your face they had to adapt to the times where you know back then in the 70s you could do this shit and get away with it you know yeah they had the bugs and stuff like that but like that was that was it like they were like killing people and getting away with it you know in broad daylight and stuff like that and technology had to catch up to catch these guys and it fucking did you know it was just a phenomenal phenomenal docu-series really interesting and it was well done as well. I thought the way it was all put together was really fucking good. You know, there was even a, a former captain, I can't remember which family he was from, Uh, might have been a Colombo or a Gambino, uh, Michael Francis, and he was given like his two cents and he was running like a gasoline, because uh, they had like legitimate businesses too. They had their hands, like I was saying they had hospitals and all stuff like that. And this Michael Francis was like involved in like, You know, stealing gas and selling gas and tax evasion and all this different stuff. And he was talking about it. I think he has his own podcast too. I know he was on Mike Tyson's podcast recently. He was talking about all these different things. It's just fascinating stuff, man. So if you're into like mafia stuff, check it out on Netflix. It's called *Fierce City, New York versus the Mafia. Three episodes you can get through in three hours. You know, no big deal. Oh, man. Smoking a vape here. I bought some new liquids on the weekend. I got the Nick Salt, pineapple and lemonade flavor. It's fucking good. But I noticed yesterday when I was smoking it, maybe I got, like, the wrong color or something, but it was just harsh as fuck. But it was tasty, you know? What can you do? I got some other ones, like blueberry and stuff like that, so... Gonna be smoking them today. Um, what else? Oh. I'm thinking about... You know, getting into cigars. You know, I know it's an expensive habit. I don't need to get crazy and spend a couple of hundred pound on a cigar. I don't. You know, my stepfather uh, smoked cigars all the time when I was younger. They just looked cool. I'm not really sure what ones he smoked. I know we had King Edwards. I'm not really sure what other ones yet, but he was a cigar guy, and uh, they just always looked cool to me. But uh, I smoked cigars when I was in Cyprus. They were cool. I can't remember what make they were, but there's a shop in Cardiff here in my hometown. Uh called the Bear Shop and they sell all different cigars there. Like Monte Cristo. They don't really I don't think they have Cubans. Maybe they do, but they're not called that. Uh they've got like a 007 collection, which is like a couple of grand, and it's like four different cigars. Like it's an expensive fucking habit. But you know. I was thinking maybe for birthday, for my birthday and for Christmas, I'd get a nice fat cigar and, uh, you know, smoke that. Not inhaling or anything like that, you're not, that's not what you're supposed to do, you're not supposed to inhale it. Like. And, uh, yeah, yeah fucking, I don't know, don't really drink, but I, I suppose I would have like a glass of fucking red wine or something like that. And uh, smoke a cigar, what can you do? Yeah, I'm thinking about just getting into it. It just seems cool. You know, it's probably fucking terrible for your health, but you know, I don't really drink, don't smoke cigarettes or anything anymore. So, a cigar once in a while, I won't hit nobody. Oh, fuck it, I don't know why I got to block those for. I just randomly woke up with it. I'm not happy about this. Um, oh... This is a fucking interesting uh news story that's going on in the world right now. Here came out yesterday or the day before. That the Pentagon has reported about a UFO sighting. Now, when everyone's talking about 2020's been such a fucked up year, what can possibly happen next? Everyone was saying aliens. And do you know what guys? It looks like we might that might be the fucking case. I'll read this uh, news story here. Um, According to a recent report from New York Times, a top-secret Pentagon program has been conducting, conducting classified briefings for over a decade, analyzing various encounters between military craft and unidentified aerial vehicles. According to the Times, the Pentagon stated that the program was disabandoned, but a Senate committee report Last month revealed spending on a programme called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenal Task Force. Well, that's not really breaking news. Um, It was reported that in late June, the US Senate, Marco Rubio, had requested a detailed analysis of the task Force findings. The report stated that the committee supports efforts of the task Force to collect and standardise data regarding unidentified aerial phenomenon, as well as their links to foreign governments and potential threats. See see, that, that's always been, like, my thoughts on, like, UFOs and stuff like that. Then it's military craft, probably from other countries, you know, trying to, like, spy on other countries. You know, the military get the most advanced shit, you know. And it says, now, the New York Times are reporting that a secretive task force is expected to release new and alarming findings that may involve vehicles made of materials not of this planet. Holy shit. Maybe that's why they went to the moon. Maybe that's why they were trying to get out there. To find better material that Earth just doesn't have for their technology. It, like, it sounds crazy, but it sounds a bit plausible as well. Astrophysicist and former consultant for the UFO program since 2007, Eric W. Davis, told The Times that he has gave a classified briefing to the Defense Department Agency as early as March regarding off world vehicles not made on this planet. Over the years, the federal government has released footage of military encounters with unidentified aerial phenomena. In April, the Pentagon de- declassified videos in 2004 and 2015 that showed saucer-looking objects. God, so is this what it's going to be next? Are we going to find out that aliens are re on UFOs from other planets? Or is it going to be, you know, military aircraft from other countries and different governments, you know, like China and Russia, you know, spying? You know, are they just like drones on steroids? You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of theories out there. Like, there's a theory that aliens are us in the future, like, with the big eyes and stuff like that. And, and I, I just, I don't know. I need, to see, I need to see proof. Like, if the Pentagon right now come out and say, listen, we interviewed an alien. Here you go. That's when I'll believe it. But until then, I'm still kind of up in the air. You know. And if they've got these programs in effect, and they're studying this shit, you know, they probably do know some shit that they're not going to tell the public because, you know, honestly, ask yourself if right now they come up and said, okay, guys, the gig's up. Aliens are real. They've been coming here for years. We've been studying them. We've been finding different technologies from different planets. What would you do with that information? Everyone would lose their fucking minds. You know, we saw how the world reacted when this virus hit. You know, people shit themselves. People went into a panic. They started buying pasta and toilet paper like the world was ending. Like, it's just good to know that when the world's ending, you fuckers want go for that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd I love if aliens were real. And, you know, they would be cool of us. But I don't know if they would. You know. The, like the shit that really trips me out and I don't know, people get weird when you kind of talk about this stuff but the reality is we live on a planet you know in the middle of the universe we've got all these planets around us we've got a moon by us and we've got the sun that to me is fucking nuts the fact that we're even alive and that's our our situation we're on a fucking planet floating through infinity. You know what I mean. So you can't write anything off. You know they're saying that they find planets all the time that can, like, the humans can live on. I just don't understand how they do that. Like, yeah, they say they shoot something up into space. How do they get it to travel around? Is it satellites? Like, how do they map out the universe? Is it all theory or is it like they've actually figured it out? I don't fucking know. But, you know, just when I see those videos of like when they got a space station, like these satellites just going over the earth, and you're like, fucking hell, like that's where we live. You know, and we got the sun right next to us, fucking beaming hot. And like, it's just bizarre, the fact that we're in this position. Honestly, how crazy is that? And that we get to have this experience as a human. Like, we got a good roll of the dice. You know, we could have been a fucking caterpillar or something. You know, dealing with people stepping on you and shit. But we got a lucky roll of the dice to where we become a human. And we're aware and stuff like that. And we can like alter our consciousness and stuff. And the whole fucking thing is crazy. You know, it's stuff like that that makes me think, maybe there is something after this. Like, in terms of, like, when you pass away, when you die, is there something after this? It seems plausible. I don't know if it's, like, a heaven and hell situation. I think that was just created by religion to, like, keep people in certain lines, but... You know. It would just be bizarre. I know what I need. I need a good DMT trip. You know, that's what I need in my life, I think. I've never... uh, experimented with psychedelics never microdosed any of those things like mushrooms and LSD and you know acid and stuff like that and peyote is another one and you know the Native Americans were big into that, into psychedelics but I, I would like to experience it, you know DMT would be the one I'd like to experience the most <sighs> because they say as well like like a Well, DMT lives in your pineal gland, as far as I'm aware. Uh, Apparently, it's like the thing that makes you dream and stuff like that. It's one of the most illegal drugs, if not the most illegal drug in the world, dimethyltryptamine. And it lives in your pineal gland. And When you look at Egypt, the Eye of Horus, you know, it's like a... If you Google that, the Eye of Horus, and you'll see the shape of it is the exact same shape as the pineal gland in the brain, which the pineal gland is what people refer to as your third eye. And apparently you smoke this shit and you just, you see like these geometric patterns and Joe Rogan talks about it quite a lot. You know, he's had these, just like, apparently it just like, when you look at reality, it kind of takes away, it pulls the curtain back and you get to see it for what it really is. I would love to experience that. You know, same as mushrooms. I don't really want to see unicorns and fucking leprechauns bouncing around. and I don't really care about that as much. DMT would be what I really want to see. For reality to be, like, kind of put into perspective and see this world from another light. You know? But, um, what was I going to say then? Oh, yeah, here's the thing as well. I was talking to my friend recently and he was saying that, apparently there's a new horoscope that's come into the mix and fucked everything up, you know, thank you for that as well. And, um, you know, horoscopes are bullshit, I I hate to tell you. Like, yeah, like the stars and all that, like, yeah, they got that significance, but in terms of, like, you know, today you're going to, like, you will find, I don't know, a £1,000 on the floor or, you know, someone in your family's like, you know, going to have some good news or these things like that, like, when you look at them, they're all telling the same story, just in a different language, and it's, you know, it's bullshit, but, you know, I was a Sagittarius, forever, that's just what my star sign was, I know that it was uh, a centaur, like a half man, half horse, you had a fucking bow and arrow with a lever at the end of it, you know, killing it, Sagittarius, you know, and... You know, I will admit some of the personality traits that Sagittarius has, I do have. You know, I don't know if that's coincidence or whatever, but... Apparently because of this new star sign, I'm no longer a fucking Sagittarius. Apparently they're saying I'm a Scorpio now. But well, fuck you as well. Fuck you! Now I'm a fucking Scorpion. I was a fucking Centaur. You know, in my opinion, it was the best star sign. You know, half man, half horse, i you a know, fucking laugh. And I was some Scorpion that someone could just stand on. It's just a bitch-ass star sign. You know, so I refuse to uh, be a Scorpio. You know, I came into this world as a Sagittarius. I don't care if this new star sign wants to come along and ruin the party. I'll always be a Sagittarius. So I just want to put that out there. Um, yeah, apparently it's just changed their uh, I think I missed it by a day as well. Because my birthday is November 28th. And it was like November 29th and onwards as a Sagittarius. Now it's like, you fuckers, like, just add insult to injury. You know? Apparently it's just changed it for everyone now. I'm not really sure the name of this new star sign, I don't really give a fuck because of how much it hurt my feelings by coming in. But uh what can you do? Um here comes one of the widely popular, one of my personal favourite segments on this show. It is questions from the internet. Ah, here we go. Question number one. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Um, what mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Fuck it all, maybe like a dragon, because um, I feel like if, they were, if a dragon was real, that people would kind of check themselves. Like maybe they would uh, just be a bit more aware, if there's a fucking dragon flying around. But you know what, it, probably would, it wouldn't improve the world, I feel, because it would probably just burn everything down. But a mythical creature that would improve the world. Um, I don't know, maybe like a werewolf. But again, these mythical creatures, I feel like, if they were, if, if it did exist, they would just, like, make people check themselves. And just have one more thing to worry about. I don't know, maybe an elf. Maybe that would improve the world, you know, because they fucking, they have, like, different potions and recipes and stuff, and, I don't know. I would just say an elf, for the sake of this question. Maybe they could, uh, yeah, we could take the piss out of their ears, you know. If I had, like, a, a bad um, leg, they could fix it for me. Um, what else could they do? Yeah, just stuff like that. Um, <laughs> question number two. If life were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? oh this is uh this would be like g t a um what would some of the cheat codes be um unlimited health, like a limited lives um unlimited money uh you'd be able to like like a cheat code would be to get any car you want, any house you want, basically just do whatever you want they would be the cheat codes you know. I think you'd be called cool that? A limited health, a limited money, and uh what else could what else would be a cheat code? Um yeah, cars, houses. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of virtual reality though. You know what I mean? But uh yeah, I think there would be some of the cheat codes. That's quite uh what would ever cheat codes be? This is a great question, so I don't want to just rush through this one. Uh, some of the cheat codes. are oh, to be able to shut people up when you want. Um, to be able to pause time, rewind, fast forward. Um, get free food. Oh, but you wouldn't need free food because you have a limited money. Yeah, I think being able to shut people up would be a really good cheat code that the world needs. To be honest, um, I feel like I'm gonna sneeze. I oh, hope we don't sneeze on this podcast. I don't think I've ever sneezed on an episode before, so might we might make history tonight. Um next question. What are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could settle their differences with? Oh wow. Uh maybe like a fight. Like a, a fight in the UFC. Like world leader versus world leader, and whoever wins, you know, wins the war. Um What what else? I say rock, paper, scissors, but that's shit. Um, oh, maybe like a ninja warrior type of obstacle course, where you guys say like Boris Johnson versus Putin versus Trump in like an, a ninja warrior style obstacle course. You know, Boris falling in the water because he's fat and, and athletic. You know, Trump refuses to do it because he feels like he's better. You know, Putin's just smashing it. You know... He's a black belt judo and shit, so he would probably win, especially in the MMA fight. Uh, Crystal Maze, I think if you made each world leader go through the Crystal Maze, you know, that would be a fun alternative to war. Um, Maybe like Takashi's Castle. Um, You could do a lot of fun activities, you know. Maybe like a race, like in a car. Um... Oh, I think, if he did, like, jackass-style stunts, and, you know, whoever was the last man standing won the war, and you never know, they might bond and decide not to go to war when they go through all these things. So, yeah, I think, all different... Yeah, they could just do things like that. Um, next question. What movie completely changes its plot when you change one letter in its title? Um... Fucking hell. Uh, let me have a look. Scarface. If I took one letter out. If I took the S out, it would be carface. And that would change the plot completely. It would be about um, a guy who has, you know, a car for a face. Maybe he's got a like a Peugeot 206 face. And, you know, he's trying to get upgraded. He wants like a Ferrari face. And, you know, we go through all these trials and tribulations of... You know, again, the piss taken out of him. He has a car for a face. You know, his headlights are his eyes. You know, the front grill is his mouth. You know, birds are shitting on him. You know, he's getting parking tickets for no reason. Um, he can't get a date. And he's just on this quest to go from like a Peugeot face to like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini face. And, you know, and maybe he's trying to find someone else who has a car face. You know, this is a fucking weird question. It's quite interesting, though, if you take away one letter of a movie title. It does become a completely different fucking movie. You know, Scarface is about a Cuban immigrant. who Came to the US and fucking made millions and was doing coke and shit. You know, take away that S. It's about a guy who has a car for a face and he's trying to fit in with the world and find his place. You know? (laughs) That's good. I might do that, uh this question uh, a couple of times in in coming episodes. That's just a fun one to fuck around with, I think. Uh, next question. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Um, what do people misunderstand? Um, I think people uh, misunderstand um, my confidence. I think some people might take it as arrogance. And, you know, there has been times where it has maybe come across like that and I've noticed it, but it definitely isn't my intention. Um, it's just confidence and a belief in myself and belief in my skills and I know what I can do and, you know, I think I can achieve great things and, you know, that's just a confidence. It's not an arrogance. Uh, what else do people seem to misunderstand? Um that I'm trying to be funny all the time, which I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny all the time, you know, you've got a, someone who's on all the time, but just, it gets exhausting, you know, so, when I'm doing my podcast, and comedy, it's a different thing, but like, when I'm just chilling, I'm just, I'm relaxed, you know, I do make jokes, obviously, in life, and stuff like that, but I'm quite a, just a chilled guy, so yeah, um, oh, another thing people misunderstand, I think is, in relationships, the idea of say being with someone who's a comedian, it seems so appealing. But like, when you're with them, it's it's just not what you think. You know, and I'm not saying like it's bad, like, but it's just not what you think. Like your expectations is is, is someone who is on all the time and constantly being funny, but it's just not the case. Uh, next question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, you didn't have to jump over the gate. I was just going to let you in anyway. Like something like that. Like I would like, if I got to heaven, man, and I met God, I would like to make a joke. You know, to ease the tension, you know. Because it would be weird. i just get to these gates, you know. And I see him at the top of the steps. Yeah, make, maybe make uh, some type of joke. But no, I wouldn't like it to be cheesy, like I'm proud of you or some shit like that. Just, uh, yeah, make some type of joke. Um, next question. How much do you worry about what others think of you? Um, I don't. I don't worry about that at all. Um, you know, people are going to think what they think about you is what can you do, there's no point worrying about it, that's their problem, and I don't really think about it, whether it's positive or negative, I try not to just, I try not to, you know, I care about what my close friends think, you know, their opinions matter, other people that I don't really like interact with, or people I don't know, it doesn't matter, People are going to think what they think, and that's their thing. I can't control that. Uh, so, no, I don't worry about where I think. thinking. Uh, next question, the final question from the internet. If you could design a planet, what would your planet look like? Um, Fucking hell. Oh, um, do you know what? It would be something like fucking... What was that movie? Avatar. Like that planet Pandora. Like that shit. I Like... That looks amazing. Like, I wonder there's got to be someone out there who's, like, taking, like, mushrooms or DMT and watched that fucking movie. You know, that would blow your fucking mind. You know. It just looks cool. Yeah, so maybe it looks something like that, like Pandora from Avatar. Or if I could just assign what it'd look like. I think it would be... I don't know. Fucking that's a good question. It would have like it would look like Earth, but it would have like the rings of Saturn around it. Um maybe all diff all every single colour would be like honest, or it would just look like this crazy fucking multicoloured planet with the rings of saturn around it. Um I don't know, that's a fucking weird question. If I could choose in terms of what it would look like on the planet, yeah, it would just be Avatar. I think that's my answer. It would look like Pandora from Avatar. Um, and that was questions from the internet. Um, What else? Oh, that coffee got fucking cold at the end. I didn't taste that good. Um, uh, What else is going on? Um, There's been a fight announcement. You know, Mike Tyson is going to be fighting Roy Jones Jr. in September. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, Mike's fucking 54 now. Tell you what, he looks good though. He looks good uh, doing pad work and stuff like that. I don't know what Roy Jones Jr. is doing. I think he's got like a desk, like job, like he's working commentating for the boxing and stuff like that. So I don't know how much he. They're both older guys. I mean, this is the wrong time to make that fight. You no, know, they're not. They're way past their prime. But I watch it one hundred percent. You know. Uh, if I can make a prediction for the fight, I don't know. You know, I'd like to think that Mike Tyson would win. Imagine he just went out there and just fucking knocked him out. Or like either guy just knocked one of the others out like and just made this crazy comeback. And I bet they're getting paid. They're getting all the money for this fight. You know, but how long has it been since Mike Tyson fought? It's been a long fucking time. You know, early 2000s, I want to think early, early 2000s, uh, Roy Jones Jr, I don't know when the last time he fought, you know, I know Joe Calzaghe beat him, you know, Joe Calzaghe was a savage of a Welsh boxer, you know, by far the best Welsh boxer of all time, one of the best boxers of all time as well to be honest, like his volume and his style, it was just crazy man, champion as well, like he was a killer, a Joe Calzaghe man, he had some good documentaries out there too, that I watched a couple of years back, seeing his story and stuff like that. It's quite interesting. But, yeah, I don't know who's going to win that fight between Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. But I'll definitely watch it. Um, we've also got a fight uh, coming up tonight. Uh, Darren Till versus Robert Whittaker is the one that I'm most excited about in the UFC uh, currently. You know, Darren Till is a future champion. He just is. He's got a really good counter style. His left hand, you know... He's just a good mixed martial artist. Tall, you know, rangy. You know, Robert Whitaker is obviously former champion. He's coming off the loss of Starbender, which kind of was yet again. Starbenders is the champion and he's a fucking phenomenal mixed martial artist. And I think he's going to hold that tower for a long time. But I think Robert Whitaker's style plays into Till's style. Like, Robert Whitaker lunges you and tries to catch you, and Till is kind of like a sit back and counter you. So. It's either going to be Till's going to knock him out, um, or they're going to kind of cancel each other out. And we might see like a Till versus Wonderboy scenario again, you know. But uh, I don't know. Whoever wins this fight is going to fight for the title. Out of the winner of uh, Starbender and Paulo Costa. You know, 100%. I would love to see Starbender versus Till. That's all I fucking want. I want those two to fight. I want Conor McGregor versus George Jorge Masvidal. I want to see Nate Diasmega come back. And I wanna see Nick Diazmega come back. That's all I fucking want. That's not much. You know? So uh, yeah, looking forward to those fights there. Um and this segment, this is just a quick one. It's uh I've done a couple of times on this show. It's called Random Fact. Buttum Buttum Random Fact Buttam Buttum. Uh this episode's random fact. Is that you know Genghis Khan, the Mongol crazy fuck who just ran shit, head of the Mongol Empire, was notorious for fucking. And it's known fact that 0.5% of all men on the earth share Genghis Khan's DNA, which it was saying that roughly 16 million living descendants today of. Genghis Khan and that's fucking nuts so you know you're out there you could have Genghis Khan's DNA in you so yeah that's the random fact for today <laughs> oh shit um to close out this show I'm going to do the other widely popular segment on this show it is would you rather question number one would you rather spend 5000 on travelling or on an item like a TV? Oh, man. Uh, definitely travelling. You know, fuck yeah. where uh, would be the first place I would go? Probably New York. You know, go to the comedy cellar and the stand. Go to all these different uh, comedy places. Maybe go see the fucking Statue of Liberty. I don't know. But yeah, I'd go to New York, then maybe to California. <clears throat> Uh yeah, would uh, spend spending five grand on a TV it's a bit much. Unless you can really, really fucking afford that. Then do it. But other than that. I'd rather spend it on travelling, get some experiences, you know. Who knows what could that <sighs> uh next would you rather? Would you rather have X-ray vision or magnified hearing? Um I definitely want not want magnified hearing. You know because i'd hear everyone's conversations and that would just fuck your head up i think you know taking all that in uh x-ray vision would be cool you could maybe find out if someone's ill maybe if uh, like you dating a girl and you could she hasn't told you that uh, she has a certain std and if you have x-ray vision you could find that out and you know nip it in the bud right there yeah i think x-ray vision there are benefits from that um <laughs> next would you rather would you rather be on a survival reality show or a dating game show? Have I answered this question before? It seems familiar. Um, a survival reality show, it depends what type of survival. You know, what type of shit have I got to do? I got to go out like naked in a style and try and find clothes and find food. And I'm on a fucking island and try and do all these things. A dating game show would be good, I think, but... Could also fuck up your confidence, like, what was that one with Paddy McGuinness, Take Me Out or something like that, and, uh, there's, like, I don't know, like, 20, 30 women, all smoke shows, might get one or two with a bit, like, eh. but, you know, they got to, just to diversify it a bit, and you get these guys on there, and, you know, they're trying, and, uh, I don't know, does it ever really work out, like, no one gets married from that shit, usually it's, like, one day to don't work out, and then they fucking move on, I think they do it mainly for like the clout just to be on i'm on tv and you know these dumb fucks but uh, i i would do it honestly if like if the offer was there to do a dating game show i'd fucking take it same as a survival show i'd take it what the fuck? i think they both be fun but out of the two i would pick a dating game show you never know uh next question would you rather travel the usa and see the sights in a motorhome or by plane well unless you get the window seat you can't really see the sights you know I've been on a plane before traveling from London to Cyprus and I didn't see no sights you know I had the aisle seat you know I was drunk I fell asleep and my head was over like hanging over you know it wasn't good like I had a bad back and stuff I didn't really get to see any sights but in a motorhome like a really sick motorhome That'd be, that'd be incredible, stopping at like different states and seeing stuff and grabbing some food and all that. Like, that'd be amazing. Having a motorhome and travelling, that, that's, that's perfect. I uh, could do a podcast on the road. Um, which, speaking of that, somewhere down the line in this podcast, um, I want to do a live podcast, like a live Luke Hartman show at a venue. So it'd be like a, maybe a comedy club or just like a venue, like a book for a couple of hours. You know, hopefully by that point, I'll have all different equipment so I'll be able to do that and have a guest on and just do a live Lou Hartman show. That, I, I'd love that, you know, sell some tickets. Maybe I would uh, do it for free, you know, free tickets, you know, or maybe three pound a ticket if you want to come out or something like that, I don't know the logistics of it, but yeah, get a crowd out there and do a live Luke Hartman show, I'd love that, so yeah, that's going to be coming down the pipeline, Um, so yeah, to answer that question, I'd rather travel uh, the USA and see the sights in a motorhome, Uh, next question, would you rather sing a song in front of complete strangers or your friends? Um, Oh, fucking hell. I'd like, I'd sing a song in front of complete strangers, all oh, my friends, it doesn't really matter. Um, it'd probably be more nerve-wracking doing it in front of your friends, to be honest. Uh, what song would I sing? Uh, maybe some Elvis shit. Like, like that's, he that's, don't really say words he goes, he just makes these fucking weird noises. Um, yeah, I'd drink a rabbit, sing a song in front of complete strangers. Um I don't really know what song. Maybe I would do like Elvis singing like an Adele song. Little Man So Like you just <laughs> just some fucking mad shit like that. Um I don't know. Um I'd rather sing a song in front of complete strangers. Uh question number six. The next would you rather? Would you rather ride a bull or jump out of a plane? I'd rather do neither. I don't need that shit in my life. I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't like heights like that. You know. Ride a ball. I don't want to ride a ball. You know, just getting fucking thrown around like that. I know people left actually and they go like, yeehaw. And they like get thrown off balls and stuff. And, you know, at certain places they have, like, the mechanical ball where, like, you know, we've all seen those videos where, like, a really, really fat chick will go on there. And, you know, she just gets flown off. it. Like, it. it's just, that's funny. Um... Uh, Ah fuck if it was a live ball though like you might get smacked in the head by a horn or like get trampled on. I don't fucking need that. Um I don't need either of these in my life, but if I had to pick out of the two, I would pick jump out of a plane. Because if I'm gonna go out, I'd rather go out in the air instead of you know getting flown off a ball. Um next, would you rather? Would you rather live in a world where there is no electricity or live in a world Where technology makes our lives easier, but all animals are extinct. Fucking hell. Well, if all animals are extinct, well, like, everyone's going to be vegan, you know. Everyone's going to be, like, you know, just half-dead eating plants all the time. We need animals. You know, they're cool, that we share this earth with them. Uh, We eat them and they eat us. It's just what it is. Um, Everyone wants to protect the animals and protect the lions and stuff. But they fucking need people too. You know, they don't discriminate. Uh, I'd love to live in a world where there's no electricity. But it's just going to be dark all the time. We wouldn't have TVs and gaming and anything. But, you know, there was a time where the world didn't really have electricity. And I would like to just live in that for a little bit. Just to see what it was like and experience that. So, yeah, if I had to choose out of the two, I would rather live in a world where there's no electricity. You know? Uh, Here comes the final would you rather. Uh, Would you rather have a pool or a jacuzzi? Or a jacuzzi, jacuzzi? A jacuzzi is the one where, like, you know when you sit in it and, like, bubbles and all that come up and it heats up? That's like a heat, like a, what is it called? Like a hot tub. Is that what a jacuzzi is? I don't really know. Um... Come on, sitting there will be like, yeah, I don't need to do that. um, I've never done that, but I think I would. But in terms of like having one that I own, I'd rather have a pool. You know, when I went to Cyprus, we had a villa with a pool, you know, up the back, and it was just cool that even though I can't swim, I would get in that fucking thing and just kind of float around. You know, I had like that donut around me, you know, it's kind of chill. Like I was loving life, you know. um, I did try to go back and forth, like swim. It worked a little bit, but, you know, if I got thrown into a pool right now, I'd be fucked. You know, someone's going to have to save my life. But in terms of having either or, I would choose to have a pool outside my villa. A jacuzzi? What the fuck? You've got to clean those things out, and it's a whole thing. I know you got to do with a pool, but, you know. I'll just run a bubble bath if I want a fucking jacuzzi. You know, I'll just put hot water in it. But uh, I guess I could do it with a pool too. I don't know, I think it'd just be cooler to have a pool you know at my home. <laughs> and that was Would You Rather ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Ah Yes. Um I enjoyed this episode. Uh I like the artwork I've done for this one. The artwork is Godfather themed. Since I was talking about New York versus the mafia, it's uh Michael Corleone. Uh, that Al Pacino played, one of my favorite characters of all time. And yeah, I just fucked with the artwork then and made this one. And I like making these ones that are like not actual episode artwork, just like separate ones. Like, I've like done one when it's me on a camel, you know, me as Austin Powers, uh, the Kanye West Little Pump Music one when it's like they got small heads and their bodies inflated. i that. I'm just having a lot of fun creating and doing this show. and It's just, it's so much fucking fun, you know, Uh, telling my story, riffing on different topics, creating new segments, you know, maybe giving some advice to help people out and I'm going to be doing more of that, you know, telling like just maybe stuff I'm going through or stuff I've gone through and how I've kind of got out of it, like a blueprint, like kind of my blueprint in a way. And listen, I'm not there yet. I haven't got it all figured out, I just haven't, but the things I've figured out so far, why not share those to people, it could help them, you know, and uh, even if you're like Luke, whatever, I don't really give a fuck, I just want to hear you do your would you rathers and shit like that, that's fine too, you know, and uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone who's been listening and following this podcast, you know. 37 episodes in, if you want to go back to the start to episode 1 and work your way up all to where it is now you know, you can go to Anchor FM forward slash the Luke Cortman show, I'll put the links up for that Uh, also I'm on every other uh, podcast platform as well, you can check it out but I think uh, if you are a fan of this podcast maybe you've been listening since episode 1 and you've followed it to where it is now or maybe you've just caught a couple of episodes I'd recommend going back to episode one, and uh, enjoying all the free content there, and working your way up, and seeing how the show has evolved and all stuff like that. It's just uh, it's a lot of fun uh, for you to check that out, and you know, like I was saying before, uh, if you want to DM me some questions, I can get some to some of those on the podcast. Um, yeah, if it's advice. If it's just, I don't know, medical advice, um, just any type of advice you you want, relationship advice, you know, DM me and I'll get to some of this stuff on the podcast. Give you a little shout out, you know, what are you going to do? Also, like if there's anything you want to promote, if you're like a musician or a producer or something like that, or you have like a, you know, your own page or something like that, maybe you sell some shit. Hit me up on Instagram, and I'll promote down this podcast, you know. I won't charge you just yet, you know. maybe uh, I don't know, send, like, I don't know. Let's say you're a CBD company. you got your own CBD company. Maybe send me a couple packages, and I'll promote your shit on the podcast. Kind of like a sponsor, you know. The, I would love to get a coffee sponsor, CBD sponsor, a vape sponsor, maybe a cigar sponsor. That's all I want. I don't want much, guys, you know. Um... Again, Thanks everyone for listening. I love you all for the support and the positive and negative feedback. I love it all, you know, so uh, yeah, Uh, save some money, do some push-ups, write down your goals, you know, drink some Irish cream coffee, drink some water, you know, get the blood pumping, you know, maybe take some mushrooms, maybe research DMT. Research CBD, you know. um Find out what your new horoscope is. Um, what else? Check out this UFO shit that's going on right now. Maybe find out some random facts for yourself. uh We're still in the fucking pandemic, I suppose. You know, masks are mandatory in England. I'm not really sure if we're doing it in Wales yet, but you know, wear your mask. Don't be a fucking goodnik. Be careful out there. Don't be an asshole. You know, stay safe, wear protection, listen to the Luke Kortman show for episodes one all the way to where it is now. And, you know, look after yourselves. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Luke Kortman. This is the Luke Kortman show. I'll be back of you soon. Holla.